With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pac-12 championship. And they douse Chris Peterson. Everybody knows about Alabama. Touchdown, Alabama! You know, and it's not just one year, it's every year. Your home for the honks and beat Bama coverage. We're back, baby! Powered by Money Tree. Wishing you a happy holidays and go dogs. Seattle's Sports Radio 950. Win on three, one, two, three. KJR. Lamont Torres is three yards from the ball. Whistle blown. Torres back in the net. The Seattle Sounders are MLS champions. The whistle blows. It's all over. The Sounders run out to check to grab Lamont Torres, and he's running from them. He's headed towards the fans. Brian Spencer has brought the MLS Cup to Seattle. How about that? Uh, that's the voice of our old producer former host of what's on the show with matt stretch johnson i remember when matt stretch johnson used to work double duty at kjr and fred meyer in the fruit department (laughs) literally i'm not making that up by the way and now he's the voice of the mls cup champion sounders fc that highlight there from the sounders network on 97.3 cairo fm across the dial and down the road but right now joining us on the radio program a man who did what Lenny Wilkins could not do. How about that? This guy remembers in 1977 when Lenny Wilkins became the head coach of the Sonics and took that team all the way to the NBA Finals. This guy takes over in the middle of the year and completes the deal and gets the job done. Uh, Local boy done very, very good. The pride of Nathan Hale High School, your head coach of your 2016 MLS Cup champion, Sanders FC, Brian Schmetzer is joining us on the radio show. Brian, how are you, man? Wow, what an intro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dude, let me tell you. Yeah, well, that was a hell of an experience that you put your fans through on Saturday. You talk about anxiety. You talk about blood pressure, man. What was that like, honestly, that whole moment on Saturday night, the penalty kick session, Torres lighting up for the game winner. What was that experience like for you to go through, pal? Well, I'm telling you, so before the game, you get nervous. Before kickoff, you know, the refs ready to blow the whistle. I was a little nervous. You know, I was like, okay, did I prepare the team? Are they ready? Are they focused? Then I wasn't nervous because you're just coaching. You're in the you're, you're you're in the game and stuff like that. When when the first couple of kicks were taken, yeah, you get nervous. But Roman, I swear, when Roman stepped up, I wasn't nervous. Yeah. I knew he was going to score. Wow. I mean, it was it was almost surreal that this was actually going to happen. Mm. Well, there's a lot of things I want to talk to you about, my friend. But first of all, let me just say it again. Congratulations. And I know there's a lot of people that this means a lot of things for. But for a guy like you who's from the area, you're a former Sounder player yourself, going back to the old North American Soccer League days at the Kingdom. When I was a kid, I had your face on a poster in my bedroom, by the way. And now you're the man that brings the MLS Cup championship along with your players to Seattle uh, this has got to mean a lot more to you than, let's say, it would to somebody from California or New York or from some foreign country, by the way. 
Talk to me about that, about just what this means to you to be the guy to get this done, seeing as you're from the area, pal. Well, I was I was there when the Sonics actually, you know, won in 78-79. I was at the parade. Mm. You know, I didn't I didn't make it to the Seahawks parade, but I've been around here for a long time. I love the Mariners, love the Sonics, love the Seahawks, the Huskies, of course. You know, it's 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 a great sports town. I mean, people might not give us as much credit as we should get, uh, but we have a pretty long history of being pretty good at some sports. So I was extremely happy to be involved with, you know, kind of each reincarnation of the Sounders. Yeah. And I do have a lot of pride. I got a lot of civic pride. I got a lot of pride in the fans that, you know, that, that stopped me and said, hey, Brian, we've been watching the Sounders since 74. Or they said, hey, Brian, we've seen you in the 80s. So I got, I got a ton of pride. It, it, they deserve it. The fans deserve it. And I was really, really, of course, proud of the guys who actually made it happen, the guys on the field. Yeah. Uh, Brian, how how did this happen? Uh, Stephen Fry was on the air with us about a half hour ago. I asked him to go back to the middle of July. I mean, heck, on September 16th, you guys are in ninth place, obviously. Looking back on the last three months, how did you guys do this? Well, I wish I knew. I might I might be able to redo this and keep my job for a little longer. Uh-huh. I mean, it was it was it was kind of all a whirlwind. I think when I you know maybe give me a year or two or ten or something, and I think back on it, I'll be able to give you a little bit more context. But when we took over, I mean, we were we we weren't you know we weren't very good, and we were in last place. So yeah. we kind of just put our blinders on and just started working. We tried to grind through each game. You know, you have that old coach saying it's always about the next game, the next game, the next game. Well. That was actually really true because we couldn't afford to lose many games. So I had the blinders on. We worked. My staff worked. Dante, Jimmy, Tommy, Dave, we were just working every day trying to get the team prepared, and they responded. They, they were the ones that, you know, responded and were able to get the, the wins and the results that we needed. Mm. There's a lot to talk about from the match on Saturday, Brian. Again, Brian Schmetzer is with us on the radio show, head coach for your MLS Cup champion, Sanders FC. There was a moment, though, I'm not even sure if you know this, that Fox picked up a conversation after the first 15-minute extra time session. You're talking to Jordan Morris, and for lack of a better term, I guess, you can tell us what you said. You basically said, hey, look, I know you're spent. Just give me a couple of minutes in this second 15, and we'll make a change. How, how how tough were things out there for Jordan Morris, and how close were you to pulling him earlier in that game, Coach? Well, he's you know ever since the the, the playoff round against Dallas, he he'd been nursing a, a hamstring. Yep. You know the game against Colorado, the sick game, you know where he was he was ill the night before. I mean there was there was a couple things that the kid had to you know get through. Um, he's a tough kid. He's a competitive kid. He didn't want to come out, but his hamstring was going bad. And it's a team sport. And I needed guys out there that were 100%. And I have complete confidence when I made the sub, when I brought Brad on there, I knew Brad could come on and do a good job. So it was hard to take one of your best players out of the match. Yeah. But, you know, he understood. He knew it. He knew his hamstring was cramping up. And like I said, it's a team sport. 108th minute, and your goalkeeper makes an incredible save off of the head of one of the great players in American soccer and Josie Altidore. 
Uh, did you realize at the time in the 108th minute, Brian, how, how big that save was? And could you appreciate from your vantage point how big it was and how tough it was? Yeah, we were watching the replay up on the big screen. I mean, it was such a fantastic save. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, you, had to, you had to look at it again. I mean, you had to watch it. Now I've watched it here on my computer a bunch of times as well. It was a tremendous save. Uh, you know, one of the seven that he had to make during the match. You know, you could argue that the save against Michael Bradley, you know, national team captain, you know, the, in the penalty kick was a bigger save, but, you know, we never would have got to the penalty kicks without the save on Altidore. So it was really a tremendous performance by Steph and, and well-deserved to be MVP of that match. You know, he uh, he won't admit it, and I guess he's trying to downplay it, and I didn't even ask him when he was on the air with us, Brian, about an hour ago because I kind of figured the answer I would get. But do you think this meant something more personal to him, going to Toronto and, and getting this win, considering they gave up on the guy three years ago? Yeah, I would think so. In private, he told us some stuff. You know, yeah. uh, on, on the outside, you could say, okay, look, Toronto gave him his first shot. I mean, they're the team that signed him. So you could say, yeah, that was okay. But, you know, towards the end, they, you know, he had a couple injuries and stuff. But, you know, it's pro sports. I mean, sometimes a change of scenery does a guy good. Uh, but I think every player, if, if you're with a team for a long time, and, you know, they, they don't uh, give you the respect you think they deserve or they, you know, kick you out for someone else. You always have a little chip on your shoulder, and yep. you know that's just normal. These guys are all competitive. I mean, they're all they, they wouldn't be pro athletes if they weren't competitive for sure. What do you think this MLS Cup championship will do for Schmetzers for the store? <laughs> well, I hope everybody out there listening still gives my brother, you know, a couple bucks and buys some <laughs> Christmas gifts for the stockings and everything. Thanks for that plug, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I think it does more than just for my family store and stuff like that. I think, you know, look, soccer is a, a great sport. Uh, you know, some people like it. There's other people that still takes them getting used to. But overall, I think, again, for the city, the civic pride and stuff, I think I think it's a really big deal. And, yeah. you know, real happy for everybody involved in our organization and, you know, obviously all the players and the fans for sure. No, no doubt. Brian Schmetzer, again, is with us on the radio show. Uh, head coach of the Sounders FC parade, by the way, tomorrow happening in downtown Seattle. So be a part of that. Go back to the uh, to the moments before the penalty kick session started, Brian, and maybe explain to us what happened there. We had heard that uh, Nicholas Ladero uh, that you had wanted him to go second, but he said no, coach. I want to go fifth. Is that what happened? And then how how unique is that where a coach would allow a player to dictate his place in line like that? Well, what happens is, so, and this is just me personal, uh, other coaches might do it differently. What I do is I kind of have a list myself that I, that, I, that I have that I'd like, but then you have to ask the players themselves, yeah. hey, who wants to take a kick? And you kind of get an idea of who feels confident and who doesn't. And Ladero, you know, when I, when I took the order, uh, you know, just it was it – was, Young coach, I want to be the last kicker. Hmm. Uh, it wasn't that he wasn't going to take a kick because he was certainly in my top five, but he was wanted to be the last shooter, which there's a lot of pressure there. I mean, that's, a, that's one of the pressure ones. I think the first one that Brad took, that's pressure, and the fifth one is a lot of pressure. So that's a, that's a senior guy who's 
you know, played in World Cups, just doing whatever it takes to help the team win. Yeah, we heard that Siggy Schmidt was there at the game, and he got to Toronto on Thursday. Um, what is that relationship like for you now, and how much have you guys spoken since Siggy left the team, Coach? Well, I, I had coffee with him when we were down in L.A. Uh, during the regular season. Uh, when we got to Toronto, uh, we knew he was in town, and me and Grant and Tommy, some guys, we went and had a couple beers with him and just, you know, just talk shop. Uh, the relationship is good. Uh, you know, a lot was made of, you know, I got a lot of questions about Ziggy and, you know, how we get along. We get along fine. Yeah. I actually want to make sure that everybody understands that, you know, look, I was part of Ziggy staff for seven and a half years and, and I learned a lot. It was, it was a good experience. You know, the, the slow start we had this year, you know, I was on a staff as well. So I need to accept some responsibility for that as well. So I'm hoping that when he looks back on this, and he did text me after the game. I didn't see him after the game, but he texted me congratulations. But he takes some satisfaction in this as well because he was a big part of our franchise for a lot of years. Yeah, no doubt. Well, listen, man, congratulations on this from all of us over here at KJR. And you you know me. I'm not the biggest soccer nut out there, but I was into this game on Saturday night watching it with my wife, and we were on the edge of our seat jumping up and down when uh, when Torres made that uh, that game-winning kick. And I wonder if you've thought about that. You know, how many, how many fans you've brought into the fold that maybe were kind of casual soccer fans, you know, Seahawks fans, Mariner fans, basketball fans, Husky fans. But now that you guys have done this, You've attracted a whole new portion uh, of your fan base. Have you thought at all about how much this could help the team and help the sport grow by winning this on Saturday? Well, again, I haven't thought about it too much. We're still just trying to get our arms around what we actually accomplished. Right. But, again, you know, you're, you're from the area. I'm, I'm from the area. I love it when Seattle sports teams do well. I love to introduce people to the sport of soccer. I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to say, look, you got to go. You got to be involved. You, you need to be a fan. I think it just grows organically on you. The more you watch, the more you understand, then people can get into it. Some of the nuances of our sport. Uh, it is a great sport, but you know, so is pro football. So, so are the Mariners. So, so are the Sonics. I mean, I, I love watching all the sports, and I'm, I'm happy when our hometown teams do well. Yeah. Now, no question. Hey, uh, last one. Stephen Fry was on the air with us, as I said, about an hour ago. He says the MLS Cup is in a case and that you have the only key. Is that true, number one? <laughs> and number two, do you guys get to kind of pass that cup around from uh, player to player like the Stanley Cup in hockey, man? You know what? This is our first one. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta actually talk this through. You're bringing up a bunch of questions that I haven't thought about yet. Uh, uh, the equipment guys in the front office people have that key. It's locked in a case. It's pretty heavy. Got it. Um, I think we should, though. I think that's a great idea. I mean, maybe the players should each bring it home. They can, you know, put it up on their nightstand for a night. I mean, that's that's pretty good. I'll have to think about that. Yeah, hell yes. I mean, never ne- listen, Brian, never mind the nightstand. Fill that sucker up with beer, for crying out loud. Are you kidding me? The last time I saw you, you were at the podium drinking a Heineken after you won the championship. So fill that sucker with Heineken, and let's let's pass it around like the Stanley Cup. Is that is that is that cool with you? Well, that... That happened for sure in the locker room with cheap champagne and beer in that cup, so it got broken in for sure. 
I love it. Hey, Brian Schmetzer, man, thanks for doing this. Congratulations again from all of us here on, on behalf of all the fans. Incredible job. Well done. Uh, enjoy the celebration tomorrow. And uh, no pressure. Just go win it again next year, okay? Yeah, and no pressure at all. Happy to try and do my best. You got it, man. Brian, thanks, and we'll talk soon, buddy. Appreciate this, pal. Thanks. Thanks. You got it. You got it. Brian Schmetzer, head coach of the Sounders FC, as they have their big parade tomorrow. I know a lot of people are looking forward to that, and I can't wait to hear the stories of, of that cup, of what happens to that cup, because if, if they treat that MLS cup the way hockey players treat the Stanley Cup, that thing is about to be abused for the next six months or so. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.